I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for though you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. What are these things? Who are the little ones? I found one answer in an article I read years ago in America Magazine. It was written by Fuluke Aduwu, a woman in Nigeria. She had been in a very bad traffic accident. She was taken to the hospital. Two weeks later, she regained consciousness and was informed that her spinal cord had a contusion and she was a paraplegic. I tried to move my legs and the lower part of my body. I could not. My body was no longer my own. It was out of my control. All I could feel was pain and discouragement. She remained in bed for nine months, wasting away before she could be transferred abroad for treatment. For a working class family, the medical expenses both abroad and in Nigeria were exorbitant. We were warned we would be insolvent for a long time, perhaps for life. But my husband was undaunted. He said, we would sell the last of our possessions if we had to. We had faith in God and believed that since he had spared my life, we had to show our appreciation for that gift of life. I had to choose between living and dying. I came to know God in a special way and developed great faith in him. Through his help, I came to see myself as a survivor. And in this article, she shares six things that she learned from others and from her experience. Uh, this article was written about eight years after she had returned from uh, the hospital. First, take time to say goodbye. In our families, we say, don't wallow in self-pity, but sometimes it's okay to swish our feet a little. When disappointments come, everyone can use some feel-bad time before moving on. Give yourself time. To reach out to others. She speaks of how after, eight after five months in bed, she was allowed to move around in a wheelchair. She helped feed a quadriplegic woman in her ward, a woman who was usually the first to call out to others for morning prayers. Cherish involvement with others. Be ready to ask for help when needed and to give help allowing your own troubles to help you understand the hard times of others. Three, accept change. Once, while trying to adapt to home life, I was gathering things together to bake. My beautiful crystal bowl slipped from my hands and shattered on the kitchen floor. I stared at the broken fragments and burst into tears. My life is like this bowl, I thought, shattered to pieces. 
But as I looked, I noticed that the light from the window falling on the broken pieces was refracted and gave off various colors. Then a startling image popped into my mind, a picture of the church's stained glass window. Wasn't it made of pieces of broken glass? The image brought a healing insight. I realized I could create a new reality out of the shattered pieces of my life. It wouldn't be the same one, but it could still be beautiful. Four, learn to trust in the Lord. Sometimes our losses make us feel like there is nothing we can hold on to and feel that defeat and failure are sure. And then she quotes Isaiah 40. But they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not grow faint. Once the life of our Lord pours and flows into you and you are standing with the Lord, then being constant or waiting on the Lord becomes easy. No trouble will be able to get you down. Rivers of problems will not be any obstacle. Change comes whether you want it to or not. Why not accept it? No need to ask, why did I fall, but rather, what do I do next? Fifth, make happiness a habit. Survivors enjoy life even when life is like thistles in a weedy patch. They take each day as it comes, full of sorrow, joy, disappointment, and surprise. When they cannot have the big victory, they accept small ones. And then she uses the image of nature. Nature can supply a tireless support system. When we gaze at a star-studded night sky, nature's grandeur brings us a sense of being part of something larger than ourselves. And then six, the will to live. People go about their task without weariness if they have a goal and a belief in what they are doing. As Nietzsche once wrote, he who has a why to live for can bear with any how. If we can live our lives well in suffering, hardship, or failure, if we use all our talents and courage, then something of great worth will emerge and be added to the common good. It is the cry of the heroic in all of us. It is the wisdom spoken of in the Gospels as hidden from the clever and the learned. <laughs>